0: This is the Happy Hour. You guys going to Happy Hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for Chunk. <laughs> on 93.7 The Ticket and the ticketfm.com. Welcome in to the happy hour, ninety three seven The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainter and Enrique alvarez Clary with you guys. I'm still here. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going fantabulous. Good stuff. Any uh, thoughts to, on your mind?
1: I need to run to the DMV to pay for my property taxes.
0: <laughs> We're done. That's in the V <laughs> That's <laughs> in Vershawn's show. Yeah, yeah, sorry, 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 We're sorry. We're done. We're done.
1: Uh, any thoughts? Um Let's see. Uh, you really got me thinking about buying MLB The Show. Uh, the digital version so I can also have it early but then again I'm a big physical copy video game guy I don't know why especially when they have like extra things that come out with it like you know the steel case or like a statue or something like that and mm-hmm. I'm willing to pay extra which is a problem that I really need to get over and my wife hates um, but man there, it's that and then there's another game that I really want to get it's called Tiny Tina's Wonderland uh, and if you uh, haven't played... What is it? What is it? <laughs> if you haven't played borderlands, any of the borderlands games you w- would have absolutely no idea what that is um and it's extremely hard to explain uh but I'll try so in borderlands two uh well first off borderlands it's it's a game about your your like these these bounty hunters on a on a distant planet called Pandora and you're searching for a rare treasure that is, you know, a rare mythical treasure that is said to exist on this planet, and you have to go through all these trials and tribulations. and And the thing with the game is that it broke the Guinness World Record for amount of guns in a single video game. Uh, they just have different variations of guns and and the different ways that they look and different things that they shoot. Um, so so the first one had that, and you're you know, like I said, you're a bounty hunters trying to find this mythical treasure, whatever. And then in the second one. You're a different, you know, you can play with up to three other people. So it's four people can play uh, at the same time. And in the second one, you're a different pair of bounty hunters and you're also searching for the treasure. But there's a new enemy that you have to deal with. And also you get to interact with the old uh, bounty hunters from the first game. And Tiny Tina is like this young child who is also a demolitions expert. And she's hilarious. And she has a wild imagination so right. you right. meet her I'm in gonna, the second. I'm one. Cut you off. And this Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is like a it's like an RPG like type thing where it's like a Dungeons and Dragons type thing that she's all imagining in her head and you get to create your player and go through it. And again, massive amount of guns, crazy amount of loot, and it's it looks fantastic. It's in the style of the game. Is more of like a comic booky style So some people have complained that they don't like You know, the graphics of it But I, I think it's fantastic Hilarious It's it's like a comedy game at the same time It's fantastic Okay Borderlands One, two, three uh, The pre-sequel And now Tiny Teens Wonderlands
0: Okay, sounds good Alright, well, that's that's that uh, We get asked on the text line <laughs> We get asked on the text line by OG Les Lancaster What position is my road to the show character playing first base you go first base first base I go
1: third or short
0: okay that, that that's understandable all right let's uh let's dive into it so MLB the uh over-unders <laughs> as uh okay so over-unders for MLB scenes or, or season regular season wins came out today Chicago Cubs over under 75 and a half I'm pounding the over under what do you think the Yankees are at Rico
1: they had a bad season last year. I'm gonna go like ninety one and a half.
0: Close, ninety two and a half. Oh. That was really close. Much closer than I thought you were gonna do. Um, couple other ones. Milwaukee Brewers are ninety and a half. Ooh. The Royals seventy four and a half. Uh some of the higher ones, White Sox are ninety one and a half. Give me the over on the Royals. Of seventy four and a half. Yeah. Why?
1: I don't know. Bobby Witt's actually gonna play.
0: Do you think he'll start the season in, Will he? in KC, right? Will he? I believe so. I hope y- so. Like, they could have brought him up at the in the back end of the last season. They but should there was, have. B- well, there was no reason to. Like, well, the, the Storm Chasers were playing fine. He was he was lighting it up as well. They could have hit their over on wins. Yeah, but that doesn't... Like, it's okay, though, that they... Yeah. Because they didn't need to bring him For up. some people. If, if they were... Yeah. If they were playing in the... Uh, if they were playing in like in, in potential playoffs or in a playoff race mm-hmm. then yeah you bring Bobby Witt up. I think he'll mm, like think about yeah, what he'll be with, on the
1: opening day roster. Yes. He'll Absolutely. Start. And if they're not Bobby would Bobby Witt Jr. rookie of the year?
0: Ooh. That's interesting. That, that's actually see, I don't like, know any other rookies. I don't like would Wander Franco started last year so he is out of the conversation. That'd be the only other name that I can think of. Technically he's still a rookie. True, which I hate baseball for that. He's twenty. I know he is twenty well, he's years played old. Played a whole season. Yeah, he is twenty years old though. If you think about it, that's wild. Also, I this this is not. I mean, sh- you know, kind of a, a halfway through pest of the week. MLB TV. Oh, MLB TV is my pest. What happened? Because I so the lockout was happening, mm-hmm. and they were about to charge my card on March first for oh 100, 130 bucks, right? Oh my goodness. 130 bucks they are about to charge my card. And I was like, "Well, we don't even know if there's going to be baseball." Did you so cancel it? I canceled it the day before they charged my card cuz uh-huh. it was not looking good. Makes sense? Then a couple days later As probably a lot of people yes. did. Yeah, me and my all my buddies did. We all we all texted in our little group chat. We were like, "Yo, we got to cancel this so we don't get charged 130 for for MLB TV." And we uh then get rid of MLB TV. Then a couple days later there's a season. Hooray. And MLB TV announces that they're giving all their fans that got charged on March 1st a <sighs> refund of $130 and giving them a full season for free because they stuck with them. <laughs> and so then, I, I got, it was in the past, like, whatever. No! It, was like, it was in the past, like, my buddies and I were, like, the ones, the guys that I live with, we were like, we'll just split it, like, whatever. Anyway, I get the email today that opened up this wound because it says, join now. Or it like says something about, like, we miss you. Join now for $10 off. They're offering it for 129 $10. instead of 139
1: And save those $10. I think it's so stupid and that they not get a ticket to a game.
0: I, I believe. I agree.
1: Um. Okay, so. That is funny. You should have stuck with it, man. You should have believed that the owners and the Players Association mm. would totally, you know, reach an agreement
0: when they yeah. were millions and millions of dollars off. I can't believe it. I I was I was a little annoyed when I came I out and said livid. like it's it's a great business decision. Like, you know for everybody that kept it, they got 130. They got MLB TV for free. I guarantee
1: a lot of people did the same thing you did, and yes. the people that got the email saying that they were getting refunded f- just completely forgot. forgot to absolutely cancel
0: it. forgot that they got MLB TV. Yeah, that they still had it.
1: They just completely forgot to cancel it. I don't. I don't see many people like you know you're about to get charged for MLB TV. It's the middle of a lockout. Nothing is going the way that seems that there's going to be an MLB season. I don't think any person in their right mind would have been like, you know what. I'll let them take this hundred thirty just exactly. in case. Exactly.
0: Especially when there's so many problems with MLB TV, as Craig on the text line says. Who cares about Major League Baseball? A um, decent amount of people. The thing about MLB TV, the blackouts annoy me. You can't watch Royals games. You have to watch it on Bally. Like you can't watch Royals games. There's. Like, I just miss the days that you Cubs, can watch Cubs games. You here, can watch right? Cubs games, but like I miss the day. Uh, Anyway, as uh, I miss the days that the Cubs were on WGN America, Channel 14. <laughs> Growing up watching Derek Lee and Ryan Terrio run the, run the Wrigley Field. Unnamed uh, Texter says good. this, I kept my MLB TV, yes, now putting my refund on the Cubs over on wins. Don't do it. Corey and Lincoln says this, I'm a lifelong Cubs fan. Explain to me why I should pound the over. They are starting over. We've seen this many times before. Seems like the under is a no-brainer and that 75.5 is set artificially high because of delusional Cubs fans, Mm -hmm. much like Vegas takes advantage of delusional Husker fans. Here's the deal, Corey. Um, As Ted says, keep talking about baseball, boys. I love it. So here's with the Cubs. Unfortunately, 75.5 does seem high. Um, And I say pound the over as a delusional Cubs fan. Seiya Suzuki... Hit a rocket yesterday. It looked gorgeous. And his swing was so much fun to watch. If, if you have not seen the highlight, please go watch it. Gorgeous. Um, the pitching, so I found out yesterday that Nathan is a is a Cubs fan. I did not know he was a Cubs fan. I did not know that either. Neither did I. Um, I would, He's from the East Coast. Why is he a Cubs fan? That's what I thought. I, I figured he was going to be, he, Nathan seems like one of those guys that's like a, a Mariners fan. Ooh, no. You don't think so? No. He seems if I had to if I had to peg him
1: for a fan of a baseball team oh. Actually, you know what? <laughs> no, not a Mariners fan. I could I could see not Marlins, uh Mets.
0: Seems a Mets I could fan. see Mets as well. Big yeah. DeGrom. My my buddy is is a huge Mets fan. he's he's pumped up for DeGrom. Wait. Yeah. Yes. DeGrom. Yes, yeah, he's, DeGrom. Still yeah. he's still there. He's still there. Isn't uh or Scherzer? Scherzer's, Scherzer's there? also there. That's that's the big addition. So okay, so the Cubs. Where did uh, where did Thor go? Phillies. Is he with the Phillies? Is Syndergaard? Uh, I, I believe Noah Syndergaard went to the Phillies. I, I can look it up here real quick. Syndergaard. I, I be, I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, oh no, he went to the Angels. Mm. That's right. Oh, he was with yeah. the Phillies at one point. No, he
1: wasn't. He's always been with the Mets. Okay. and who, he was hurt like who the am I thinking about seasons. who am I thinking about no uh, idea
0: <laughs> somebody goes whoa. somebody goes whoa whoa what's wrong with being a mariners fan nothing's wrong nothing's wrong with being nothing's a mariners wrong. fan I just do think see... the Mariners are gonna be decent this
1: year I just don't I just don't see him as a mariners fan mostly because you know, striker west uh, west Coast, uh, west Coast let's, whatever let's
0: take a look at the over under wins for for mariners so that uh this unnamed texter can uh can can say whether or not they'd pound the over Ooh. under. Gus
1: says should have a ticket challenge. Cubs overs versus Royals over. Put Ooh. a buck in the pool. Loser buys beers at Tanners or Upside. End of the season. I would
0: be in. I would be in. Uh. Okay, so the Mariners over under on wins. I'd pull the the site back up here. Mariners eighty four and a half.
1: They had a good season last year. They lost. They made the postseason. Didn't they lose a decent amount of people?
0: Or is that Did no? That was lose? the A's. That was the A's. Yeah, the A's. A's lost everybody. Uh, um,
1: I take the over on that on the Mariners. You would take over eighty four and a half. Yeah, I
0: take the over on that. I think right. they're gonna they're gonna have a solid season. Okay. Going back to uh, Corey and Lincoln's thought of why he should take the over. You shouldn't. You should not. Probably not. Um, the pitching's gonna be bad. Like, Nebraska. Chicago got Marcus Stroman, <laughs> but how good is Marcus Stroman whoa, nowadays?
1: Whoa, whoa, Watch out. What? I love Marcus Stroman.
0: I, I know. I, I want a Marcus Stroman jersey. Do you? I need to go. I need to get one from Europe so <laughs> that they're
1: $12. You know what? It's called hold DHgate. On. No, I know it is. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to... Hold on. Give do, me a, do, you have a, do
0: you have a Marcus Stroman jersey for me? No,
1: I don't, but I was going to say if... if I get you a Marcus Stroman jersey. Yeah. Will you get me So I got to look through here and just find somebody.
0: Why would I not get... Why would we just not get, get our get, own jersey? Can you get me a
1: Gleyber Torres jersey? Mm. Maybe. I don't know why we wouldn't just get our own why jersey. Why wouldn't we just, just get, get our own? Because we can gift each other so, jerseys and just be nice people. Okay, so
0: here's the projected starting lineup for the Cubs. Because I know a lot of people care. <laughs> Everyone. Rafael Ortega. Who is Frankie. That? Frankie Schwinton. He's our center fielder. Okay, Frank Schwindel, Wilson Contreras, who might not be there by next Thursday when opening day starts. I know that name, <laughs> Ian Happ, I know who that also name. might not be there by the end of the deadline. Really? Yeah, they're probably going to deal him. I like him Ian Happ. Um, he was drafted in the first round. Do you know the pick? Ninth overall. Fit in the 2015 I say draft. 12. Uh C. Suzuki. He is going to be in right field. They this one has Jason Hayward starting. I don't think Jason Hayward will start. I think he's bad. Jason Hayward's in left. Yeah, he's bad. Um, not defensively. Yeah, he's bad. Patrick Wisdom. Uh, hey, he had a Simmons. strong end to the season. Patrick Wisdom's good. And then we got were, him from,
1: from this, the Mariners. You the were shouting agency. Patrick Wisdom out for Rookie of the Year, okay. but he had like a good He had like, three so, weeks. He had so many home
0: runs in three weeks. He really did. And then Andrelton Simmons, who they picked up in free agency, and then Nick Madrigal, who they traded for.
1: Andrelton Simmons over Carlos Correa, obviously.
0: But I guess, I guess the Cubs are just good with trading Wilson Contreras because they have Jan Gomes. At catcher. I mean, I guess. And they posted a where Jan Gomes hit a home run the other day, and they're just like, it's Jan gone. And I'm like, this is what we're going with? You need to re-sign Wilson Contreras instead of no, worrying Jan about it. And then pitching's going to be atrocious, atrocious. Stroman, Kyle Hendricks can't throw over 80 miles an hour. Wade Miley, Alec Mills, and Drew Smiley. So hmm. um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, the X are going
1: with Kyle Higashioka at catcher. So,
0: well, th- that's okay though. It's you. better than Gary Sanchez, is it? And are we able to change this texture's name no. to Seymour Butts?
1: No. Okay, no, we're not because then people will say it. We could change it to Seymour. <laughs> we're not giving you the last name. I'm sorry. All right, you just let us. We know. could put it Seymour B. Seymour B's. No, just B. Seymour B. All
0: right. All right, uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sartre Hammond text line, both those open for you guys. Uh, we'll be joined by Nate Rohr uh, of Husker Softball. Here's the thing. So, Corian Lincoln says, they're good with trading Wilson Contreras because they're good with trading everyone. They're trying to be bad. Bingo. Like, with the Cubs, they trade everyone, which is okay, like, if you're build, if you are rebuilding and at least the Cubs aren't the Rockies. But if if you're if the Cubs <laughs> trade everybody, they just don't get good guys back. That is true. Like they 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 undervalue everything. And in this day and age, where you can get so much, you can uh, um, you can really rip off some some playoff teams. Like let's be real, you can rip off some dudes that are oh, trying yeah. to get a piece for their playoff. Oh, yeah. Now, do the Cubs have anybody that can put a team? Over the edge and into a into a super or World Series contender, maybe Wilson Contreras like me and Nathan were actually having this conversation I'll bring it to the air too Rico, because it's a good point like top five catchers in the majors don't come around they just don't come around very often mm-hmm. and, and I would put Wilson Contreras in that group as a a total like total package okay. of of offensively and defensively. Like if you think about it, Gary Sanchez. He was either bad offensively or bad defensively. Right? Um He wouldn't have a game where he was well, he would have a couple games like, here and there where he was good at both. Yes. But like consistently. Jonathan Lucroy is not good anymore. Mm-hmm. He he's not he's not a top five at, at one point he was. Um JT Real Muto is another guy that I would put in a top five catchers in the in the league. Mm-hmm. Um Will Smith with the Dodgers is I would put in a top five oh, with yeah. the league. Like, with that Top five catchers, or even if you want to expand it, just quality and consistent catchers do not grow on trees. And and that's why I have such a big problem with the Cubs trading Wilson Contreras, unless they can get a haul of prospects and good prospects, not some crappy first baseman that's been in the Braves AA League for for eight years, and that's what we traded for. Like, I, I don't want that. You seem like you have a problem. I do. (laughs) <laughs> because we got like the guy that was with the Braves for eight years, and he just never made it past double a like that that does nothing for for Chicago, so unfortunately um but no, back to the, like the whole over under thing, it probably is a little delusional to say over, but uh opening day starts next Thursday Yankees so. hundred wins this year, yeah see uh so somebody says the bipolar says this the Braves are attempting to turn William Contreras, who's Wilson's brother um into an outfielder, interesting. Um, yeah so okay so Crowbate says this hey I got a question A couple years ago during the summer we broadcasted the Royals recently we've broadcasted the Cubs now that you guys are moving from Fox to CBS what's going to happen is that a question for Mark that is a question for Mark I believe
1: I don't think I'm speaking at a turn when I say I don't believe we're going to have yeah. any baseball broadcasts mm-hmm. um, as for any professional sports broadcast on this station as of right now again I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn I could be I don't think we're gonna have any professional sports on it. quite yet yeah, so
0: I haven't heard anything from him so all right uh Husker Baseball before we get to Nate Roar, uh Husker Baseball uh they they announced a little bit of a switch with their rotation today Shea Shanneman will move from starting on Sunday to starting on Friday. Cody Frank will swap with him and now start Sunday. Where that, that that part doesn't bother me that Cody Frank is now part of your rotation. Um because I was there Friday night, like his changeup was working Friday night. It looked really good, had good speed change, um, got a lot of swing and misses on it. The problem that we were having, like that that we were talking about off air, it's like right now. You would like those guys to be able to settle into a groove, mm-hmm. and switching it up right now doesn't really allow them to do that. Now you can also make the argument for the other side, Rico, where it's like Nebraska baseball is not playing well. Tr- try to fix a couple things. Fix here's them, here's my here's my thought: their pitching's not what needs fixing. I think it's I think a it's part there. of it does. But here's the thing: like I, I don't think I, I think your hitting is more concerning right now. I think the starters. And defense. I
1: think the starters not being able to go multiple innings yes. is, is probably an issue. That's the bullpens, point. bullpens putting up you know some decent numbers, but I agree with you. The hitting is is really the main problem. The hitting and the defense is probably the main problem right mm-hmm. now with Husker baseball. Uh, and switching up the lineup, the the starting rotation this late into the week. I know, you know, we were talking to DP, and I think you said it as well. Just, you know, you being a catcher and working with pitchers is they have like a certain way that they want to go about things. And when they're going through the week, they do certain things on certain days leading up to their start or or what have you. So switching it up on a Thursday, I mean, maybe they told them earlier. Yeah. uh, And they're just telling us now. But. If they're just switching it up now, like that could throw Shea Shanneman's you know, routine off. They could throw Cody Frank's routine off, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're in their heads and they can't get right, which would be a massive problem because this series is going to be very important. Because as we were saying earlier, like if Nebraska baseball wants to do anything later on in the season, they need to start now.
0: Well, and think about this: like if they want to make the NCAA tournament, I was talking to Steve uh, Steve Merrick of H- or Steve Mark of Hale Varsity about this Monday night. If Nebraska wants to make the NCAA tournament, they have to win the Big Ten conference title again. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, where we were at last season, and and how they played in Arkansas, and the conversations that we were having off or, or excuse me during the off season, it was this season. Now Nebraska is firmly on the edge of slowly gaining national respect and if they they they'd go out and do their job whether that was finishing first or second in the Big 10 conference and winning midweek games and not dropping games to Texas A&M Corpus Christi to 21 to 4 and not going 2 of 15 with runners in scoring position and and allowing Creighton to win 3 to 2 with five errors um like when we talk about that last year we were looking at this season that we're currently in the middle of as an opportunity to gain national respect for this program. And and we were not out of line at that point by saying that. No. And now we're sitting here on March 31st with still plenty of conference slate left saying Nebraska needs to win the Big 10 conference if they want to play in the postseason because they get no RPI help from the Big 10 conference. Nothing. None whatsoever. The the conference the conference is weak And if Nebraska, like you might get it from Michigan and Indiana,
1: maybe Indiana's. I believe they're in the top twenty-five. They only have like
0: two or three losses on the year. Mm -hmm. So either way, like that's the position that Nebraska baseball is in. That they have to win the conference title. Now it's in Omaha. But my goodness, there's a situation where or a scenario where they don't make the conference tournament like Oof. if things really go bad and they don't start changing at all it, this thing can spiral far like out of control more than it already has and we all hope and, and I don't necessarily expect this to happen but there is a way that if if Nebraska can't win a series or win one out of 3 or two out of 3 every like weekend then this team they're 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 going to be on the edge of not making the conference tournament mm-hmm. in a season where we were having all these expectations of gaining national respect and with their performance at Arkansas, they hadn't they were on that stage of Nebraska is is kind of the lone wolf in the Big Ten that's truly a baseball program. Mm-hmm. A true hard fought, hard nosed baseball program. And and that was kind of where we were at in there. One group at Nebraska though, that's not having trouble. Nebraska softball. They host Rutgers this weekend for a weekend series at Bowland Stadium. We'll talk to the voice of Husker softball, Nate Rohr, coming up next on Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at deloitte.com/us/cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek, Deloitte.